Hello, and thank you for joining us here on Real Bad. I'm Nick Jenkins, and sitting across from me is Nicole Sweeney. Say hello. Hello. That was an interesting plot twist. I was sure that you would turn to Sam or maybe Rachel, but you you mixed it up. I mixed it up because I feel like they're they're guesting from a show together. Oh, so they're a package intro. I feel like it. Okay. I'm just trying it. Yeah. And I feel like we're a package from sure. Crash Course. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. That's so fair. Sam and Rachel, introduce yourselves as you would normally introduce yourselves. I'm Sam. I'm Rachel. And, and this, this is, is real love. <laughs> <laughs> just like this movie we watched, this is a crossover yeah. Ooh, episode. It is. It's a total crossover. Yeah, this is a clash of the titans. Yeah. Um, crossover episode about a crossover movie. Talk to your mm. um, talk to listeners about your podcast, please. Because it is, in my opinion, the most adorable podcast on the internet. Oh, man. Rachel, oh. what do we do on the podcast? We're two people in love who love movies. Mm-hmm. So every week we watch two movies. One is like a new release movie, and one is a movie that one or the other of us alternate picking that we have to, the other person has to watch it because we spent like so long trying to pick movies in the past on Netflix and just scrolling infinitely through all of them. Because none of us want to watch the same thing that yeah, the other yeah. person wants Because we hate each other's movies generally. <laughs> so then we would watch Daredevil. And then eventually I was like, we can't. We can't yeah, watch TV. Watch we have to watch Daredevil. movies. Not the movie, which no. could be on real bad. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, it's in the <laughs> one day. Yeah. One yeah. day. Um, poor Ben Affleck. Yes. <laughs> um, oh, he's a Batman, too. Yeah. Oh, he's the bad Batman. So... Um, <laughs> I love talking about horrible movies. Uh, and Nicole, your blog, um, or your website, actually. Yeah, well, yes, website, a blog, yes, whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> yes, we, yeah, we talk about, we started out talking about bad, pretty much exclusively, like things being bad, and now it's 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 all sorts of things, books and movies and TV shows. Less movies. We don't do movies quite right. so much. We usually do, movies are like, big we like live tweet them kind of a deal but right uh which yeah. is how i follow snark squad <laughs> yes mm-hmm. yeah twitter yeah. that's a lot of bad stuff but that you love right? but then also yeah yeah some it's more and more like a mix of there's like good stuff too and it's mostly just kind of uh you know picking it apart and talking about it i am frequently the defender of, of trash uh, to tra- <laughs> trash queen if you will um, <laughs> uh, I really I really enjoy good soapy trash mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, really really soft soft have you seen Pretty heart. Little Liars I fucking love Pretty Little Liars oh, that yeah. is like my example actually of like like trash that knows it's trash uh-huh. that's what I'm into Ooh, and like that's it was wallowing in the slop in the last few seasons too it was so good <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we're not talking she, about Pretty Little Liars sorry. today. Oh, yes. Um, Damn it. We could go on forever. <laughs> we got, I'll, I'll step out for that episode because I have no idea what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, today we are talking about the the first high-budget film on this podcast. So before we've talked about films that were very low-budget and sort of crappily put together, but I wanted to also bring in a film that is high budget because high budget can be crap too. <laughs> and a lot of times I feel like high budget is more often crap. Mm-hmm. Today we are talking about, of course, Batman versus Superman. Dawn of Justice. Dawn of Justice. 
the title also sort of showcasing how much they tried to cram into this movie, being that it is a title that is too long. And a little bit of pretentiousness because it's Batman v Superman. Yeah, it's not Batman versus. It's Batman v Superman. Yeah. And then, of course, everyone online just BVS. is Mm -hmm. So really, you didn't need any more than that. But so I'm going to sort of lead the the discussion today. And I'm going to start by doing a little bit of history. So we're obviously going to have to talk about comic book characters and stuff like that. But I want to talk about the movie history of where Batman versus Superman started to get traction. And to do that, we're going to go back to 1995. So in 1995, Batman Forever comes out. Which um, one is that? That's the one with Val Kilmer and Jim Carrey. Yes. Okay. Okay. And there's a line in there, which was a pretty big deal for comic book nerds at the time, where Val Kilmer is talking to Chris O'Donnell, who is Robin. And he says, and Robin's about to leave, um, and he and Val Kilmer says, I keep saying Val Kilmer, Bruce Wayne says, where will you go? The circus must be halfway to Metropolis by now. And that moment was the first time that I remember, and a lot of people remember there being an acknowledgement that in the movie universe, Superman could exist in the same place as Batman. And so that was kind of a big deal. Of course, it never went anywhere. They never did anything with it. Then in 1997, Batman and Robin comes out, which we will also talk about on this podcast at some point, because, wow, there's a point where Clooney, who's playing Batman, looks at the camera, basically, and says, this is why Superman works alone. I don't really credit that as a shared universe idea as much as, like, it's it's a chance to make a joke, really, right. a bad joke. A, a, a terrible, terrible joke. Maybe that movie's good, though. You know what was weird is I had that same thought as I was watching Batman versus Superman. It's like, what if this is good and I don't get it? Oh. Like, what if this is, a, what if this is like a great movie? Like, nah. 20 years from now. Because, like, originally, like, The Wizard of Oz was not well-received. Like, it was, you know, some people thought it was dumb. And it is. But it's also, it's a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. And I always have that fear that, like, I'm going to look at this years later and go, oh, actually, it was really good. I don't think that's going to happen. So after that, we got a roll to 2002. So in 2002, Wolfgang Peterson, who made Air Force One and uh, Das Boot, he gets on board to make Batman versus Superman. And this was going to happen in 2002. There were a lot of scripts circling around at the time, some that had been written by Kevin Smith, some that had been written by J.J. Abrams. um, And they settled on this script for Wolfgang Peterson that involved... Lex Luthor cloning the Joker because the Joker was dead to hire a woman to pose as retired Bruce Wayne. So Bruce Wayne is not Batman anymore to pose as as this love interest that he would fall in love with and marry. Then the Joker would kill her, bringing Batman out of retirement to come kill the Joker but then Superman would have to stop him from killing the Joker. So that way Lex Luthor could get them to fight. That's what happens in the script in 2002. Wait, did cloned Joker hire the woman? Yes. Oh, okay. So it wasn't even like Lex Luthor put all these pieces in, but he just cloned the Joker and then had <laughs> the Joker can come up with all this. So okay. stupid. Mm-hmm. That fell through because of the writer's strike. 
And because it was bad. And because it was bad. (laughs) Probably a lot of other. Oh no no no! I'm sorry. That was not the. That was not why that fell through. Yeah, that was pre. No, the 2008 Justice League, which I'll talk about now, which I'm actually is one of the few films that's sort of fallen apart that I'm very sad fell apart. So Justice League Mortal 2000 was supposed to start shooting in 2007 2008, which is when the writers' strike happened, and uh, they had hired George Miller, who did Mad Max and Babe. Babe. (laughs) <laughs> most importantly most importantly to direct they had cast it and it was ready to go so you had uh, someone named DJ Catrona I don't know who that is as Superman Army Hammer as Batman oh. which I'm kind of into he'd be a very young Batman at that point yeah right? it would have been well I mean I guess this would have been after uh, or around about the time of um, Social little, Network a little before oh yeah probably so hmm. um Megan Gale is Wonder Woman, Australian actress. The lady, uh, she's in Fury Road. Yeah, she is. Yeah. yeah. She would have been good. Yeah, she would have been. Adam Brody is The Flash. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Seth from the OC. <laughs> OC. Oh. He was in Gilmore okay. Girls, my, right? My high school TV boyfriend. <laughs> I I've seen this movie. That seems all right, yeah. Uh, Common as Green Lantern. Cool. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, Santiago, Santiago. Cabrera as Aquaman. I don't know who that is. Sounds familiar. And Hugh Keys Byrne as Martian Manhunter. Hugh Keys Byrne played the main villain in uh, Fury Road as well. Okay. So that's a bit of weird casting there at the end. Wait, but so I kind of like Joe? it's Immortan Joe. Yeah. As who I'm, I'm is Aquaman? I'm, no, as I'm Martian Manhunter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'd see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, right? <laughs> like this was a this and it. So everybody's kind of sad that it didn't happen, but that fell apart because of the writer strike, and they they moved timelines around, and eventually actors' options they got optioned right, out, and they sure. were like, "I got to move on," and so it just all disintegrated. So it was close to happening. It was though. very close to happening. Okay. They were originally going to shoot in Australia, which uh, George Miller obviously wanted to because production houses there that he you know was close to. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they moved it to Canada, which he was not happy about, and nobody was happy about really, but that's what they were going to do. So it all fell apart. So 2008, that is right about when we started getting Iron Man. So the idea of cinematic universes was starting to percolate, at least with Iron Man, mm-hmm. right? Three Iron Man movies come out, and we finally get Man of Steel, which uh, how many of us have seen Man of Steel? You have? Just, just, you didn't know anything about what was happening in this movie with <laughs> Superman, though. Wait, was that the the one with... You're thinking of Superman Returns. Is Which one is the Kevin Spacey one? That's Superman, Superman Returns. Returns. Okay. Well, actually, I take that back. I did see the Superman movie, but in completely mute. <laughs> <laughs> like on an airplane or something? What? On an airplane or something? No. Okay. What is Where? The, what is the, you're going to need to explain like this is, that. Yeah, this, this uh, needs to be explained a little bit more. Uh, what, uh, was it like a boyfriend situation? No, it was a call center. <laughs> oh, yeah. When oh you worked at direct TV. Because, yeah, I worked at a place with TVs everywhere, right. and they were all on mute, and somebody had that one on, and I watched basically I the whole thing on mute. I think you about that. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Okay. So, okay. There's that. There all you right. go. Well, you you can you know that Henry Cavill is really in good shape. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's that's what you know from that. So finally, DC's trying to step their toes into having a cinematic universe. They already had 
I think a little bit at the time, a cinematic or a uh, television universe, because uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Arrow was already on at that point, mm-hmm. and the Flash uh, not long after that. So, so they were building there, and they've done a remarkable job there. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I really feel like they have strong showings for their four shows. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't like Arrow, I, I don't think it's bad. So. You there's this moment when Man of Steel comes out. There's no mention of Gotham. There's no mention of Batman. There's no mention of anything in that film, and it really feels like a standalone film. We can argue about the merits of that film, but it's have you seen it? Yeah, I have. Okay. And um, my biggest complaint about it is you don't care about any single person in that film. Okay. Like they're they're just there to be there. That sounds familiar. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good. I've seen that one. <laughs> I've seen that movie. <laughs> So the film was successful, Man of Steel. Film was successful, not a huge success, not a not you know something that um, rewrote history, but it was successful. So enough that they can go, okay, this is going to be our Superman and our shared universe. And then at a Comic Con, they bring Zack Snyder out, the director of Man of Steel, and he announces that the next film is going to be Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Two hundred and fifty million dollar budget. To put that into perspective, that is the same as Avengers Age of Ultron. Now, that's a production budget. So as many people know and some people don't, if you're going to talk about marketing, you want to double that. So we can assume that they spent around $500 million to produce and market this movie. In terms of release, it was not received particularly well. There was a lot of a lot of grumpiness that we'll get into here. It's because a tough week on Twitter. Yeah, it was yeah. a tough week on Twitter for, <laughs> mm-hmm. for Batman v Superman. Uh, there started out by being a lot of backlash that Ben Affleck was cast as Batman. Mm-hmm. Then there was even more um, backlash for Jesse Eisenberg being cast as Lex Luthor. And, and on and on and on until you feel like you couldn't win. A couple of good trailers. People got excited because it looked spectacular. And there were some ideas used in it that I think we'd been waiting to see for a long time. Then the movie comes out, it makes back uh, $330 million in the U.S., worldwide $873 million. So it almost doubled um, its total budget. Good, but not quite where they wanted it to be. Warner Brothers was hoping for to crack a billion with something like this. And we're dealing with two of arguably the most popular superheroes in history. Like Iron Man, Thor... Black Widow and the Hulk don't hold a candle to Batman and Superman. Nobody even knew who Iron Man was before those movies came right. out, really. Yeah. 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 They haven't had a lot of luck with their, well, with except for one glaring example, mm-hmm. they haven't had a lot of luck with their cinematic universe. Wonder Woman, I think we'll all agree, was awesome. Yes. Like, it was... I didn't like the ending. But I Wonder liked, Woman? No, I, I agree with you. Yeah, the, the ending was underwhelming. Yeah. yeah. I wanted more of her beating up tanks and stuff. That was oh, yeah. cool. That, the sequence in No Man's Land is one of my favorite yeah. yes. moments from the last 10 years in, in cinema. I was good. like, this is great. So much so that when I rewatched Batman Superman last night, when she showed up, I got super happy. Yeah. That's, That's exactly, exactly what we exactly said, what too. We were, we were like, seeing like, Wonder Woman this first. The, this is the only shining light in this movie. <laughs> it, yes. it is. Even yeah. hearing that weird theme music. It's yeah. like, this is a bad theme song, but it's still cool. It's wonderful. No, I love it. I love <laughs> it. So I love it so much. Um, <laughs> we'll get into that. Yes. But what I have to do now is I have to pass it over to one of you to tell me what is the story of Batman versus Superman 
and I feel like the appropriate person to go to is Rachel. Oh yeah, because that's of a good my idea. Awful yes, <laughs> I'm so bad at summarizing. <laughs> yeah. Rachel, tell us. Oh boy, what happens in Batman versus Superman: I Dawn of Justice? Know. Okay, so um, it's about Batman. <laughs> okay. Okay, that, that is correct. That yes. That's true. He is a character. Um, okay. This is the part where I tell God. Sorry. Um, You're praying okay. now. Yes. God, please help. God. Uh, let me start over. Okay, so the movie is centered around Batman. It's supposed to be Batman reboot, and you are meant to believe that it's about him facing Superman. So basically, the first hour is Batman saying, I don't like Superman. And then (laughs) (laughs) Superman saying, I don't like Batman. Do you want the actual plot beats of the movie? Or do you want... I'm loving this so far. I'm I'm happy with this. This is it. Continue. So that's the first hour. Mm -hmm. And like... Of what? Three? Almost three hour movie. Yeah, of like like a three hour movie. And really not saying much or doing much for them to not like each other. And then along comes uh, Lex Luthor, who's like, I don't like any of them. (laughs) (laughs) Except he says it with a Joker voice. I don't like any of them. Hey, kids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like that. Um, And is, for some reason... Uh, we've never met him before. It heavily relies on the fact that we are supposed to be gaining knowledge from outside perspective. Like the comic books. Like we the know comic that books. Lex Luthor's bad. Um, like we know we're supposed to know right off the bat that Lex Luthor is bad. And you're thrown into a bucket of water <laughs> saying, hello, this is Lex Luthor. <laughs> He's evil, man. But let's be clear. It isn't Lex Luthor, is it? It's Lex Luthor's son. Son, right. It's son of Luthor. Yeah. Right. Uh, Who, who for some reason, just wants to see the world burn. And, uh, yeah. That's that's about all I got. Do you remember what this movie is about? I do, but I think that's just a testament of, like, how bad this movie was because there was just really no plot and there's no story mm-hmm. and it's so hard to summarize and yet it's extraordinarily convoluted yeah there's uh, okay it's so, so boring yeah it's just yeah. so boring i i was hoping i'm glad it was you and not me because I, I was like i'm not really sure how like present i was while watching this there's yeah, a russian gangster so somewhere in there i don't know what he it's was kg doing beast exactly yeah is it kg beast yeah that's kg beast oh. i cut c- cantaloupe in the middle of this oh the movie. one who with the phone the guy with the yeah. phone. okay yeah so superman destroys gotham batman's mad no Oh? Metropolis. That's Metropolis? Metropolis. Oh, the goth, like the Wayne, the Metropolis wing of Wayne Enterprises is out it is. Yes. Oh, oh, I definitely thought it was Gotham. Yeah. So yeah, Mr. Okay. Luther comes up with a plan to be like, I'm going to destroy Superman mm-hmm. uh, using Batman. Okay, but Wait, why? Other way around. Could, but can someone tell me why? Like what? Like why? What? Why? Right, well, hold so. on, hold on. We're almost to the end of this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry we yeah. Okay, okay. Because so we then... need to talk about Lex Luthor's plan. Yeah, but okay. I want to do that as a whole thing. So, so. Okay. so, 
Lex Luthor comes up with a plan to be like, I'm going to get this uh, kryptonite. Kryptonite. <laughs> I was going to say adamantium. <laughs> Wrong universe. Yeah. Um, and But then Batman steals it. But then he's like, oh, yeah, he wait, does. I had a plan, a different plan all along where he finds General Zod from Man the, of Steel. Man of Steel. Steel. Uh, and somehow easily walks into his ship and his ship's like, hey, bro, you want to be the pilot of this? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And, <laughs> and then like the ship the was captain? like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has all of the knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> and for some reason, Kryptonians have like a rebirthing pod in their ship. Mm-hmm. And it's like- As you do. Yeah, and I'm going to bring him back to life. and But make him- evil somehow with my blood yeah and then is like yes i'm going to destroy superman this way but first i'm gonna give him a chance to destroy batman and batman to destroy him and now i'm confused so he sets them off he on sets each other them off and then <laughs> superman says Save Martha. (laughs) (laughs) And Batman's like, Who'd you say that name? (laughs) And somehow Amy Adams, who is Lois Lane, shows up very quickly and is like, It's his mother. And um, Lex Luthor kidnapped his mom. Yes. And um, so then within two seconds, an hour and a half of the movie just becomes a wash because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> BNS become BFFs. <laughs> and then, because they both got moms named Martha. Yeah, yeah. So. and then they have to go fight Doomsday. Yeah. And then all Okay, of so you knew it was Doomsday. I only knew because he also said it, it was like, it's your doomsday. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, I know a little bit about the comics. And also, Sam is a comic book historian, basically. I didn't. Okay. I mean, I, like, I knew, I know who you're talking yeah. about. You just I mean, saw a cave troll, right? Yeah, like, yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. A yes. booger he's, monster. He's yeah, a bit, yeah, a booger monster. Yeah. <laughs> Real greasy. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and then, so they're fighting him, and then all of a sudden, Wonder Woman shows up. And it's awesome. And then it's like, oh, good, let's just remove everyone from this movie. <laughs> <laughs> let's just focus on Wonder yeah, Woman. Yeah, let's just watch Wonder Woman <laughs> kick ass. Let's actually, no, let's just go watch Wonder Woman yeah. instead of this movie. Um, and then they defeat the monster. Uh, spoiler, Superman dies, Superman dies oh, yeah. but does he... Well, clearly, no. Right. Um, And then in the end, uh, Batman is talking to Wonder Woman and is like, we should get the team together because he has a feeling for some reason. Because he had a big dream sequence of something bad happening with like demons in a desert. Yeah, and then 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 hashtag not my my Flash comes and talks to him. Yeah, he says a bunch of cryptic stuff when he could just say, Batman, don't kill Superman. Um, Also... Here's what's going to happen in the future. Right. As opposed to just <laughs> cryptic. Cryptic. Also, I didn't know it was the Flash. I thought it was like Robin. I only knew it was the Flash because I heard a review of it before I saw it. And then when that when the head popped out, I was like, "Oh yeah, there's the red. I guess that is Flash." Yeah. And I happened to knew I happened to know it was Ezra Miller. Mm. 
And so, so yeah, I, I'm by, by the time having just watched it this week, I had enough information to know that actor. To be yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's the Flash. But mm-hmm. it took me a few seconds of like, uh-huh. <laughs> so they kind of look like the Robin's uh, suit from one of the older movies hmm. from like the nineties, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I can see like that. his his like his face plate kind of looked like oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see that, and I yeah. was like, that looks like old Robin for some reason. And I was like, where are they taking this movie? (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing here? Um, Now what are we doing? I'm going to try not to reference the Weekly Planet uh, very much, but it is my favorite podcast. And they did a really good takedown of this movie. But um, the one of them posited that this movie could be set in the Tim Burton universe still. Because it's the same. Batman is a violent killer. and the Batmobile is a similar design. The Batwing is a similar design. The Robin suit's pretty similar. The Robin design. suit's similar. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's like he and Whoa. he just thought it was it was just funny to think about. But um, regardless, you nailed that. Oh boy! <laughs> good job. It's as good as it's gonna get. People, <laughs> you forgot the best part of the movie though. Oh no! When at the very beginning, Batman or Superman and Zod are destroying the town, and Bruce Wayne calls the metropolis office and he's like get out of the building and the people are in the building watching this big battle and then the boss of the metropolis office is like boss wants us out of the building okay guys everybody yeah, get yeah, out yeah. Yes, like, yeah. why are you still there you wouldn't no yeah there's a big ship blowing go up it's very town. clear it's very yeah. clear why like <laughs> i wouldn't wait for my boss to tell me yeah. either like i yeah. saw a building come down and be like oh we, i gotta go yeah. gotta get low yeah <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> okay, so it, it is a convoluted mess of a movie mm-hmm. in terms of wh- what does anyone want to do? What what is their what are their goals? What do they want? But I want to say something nice about it before we get into really kicking this movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's still spectacular to watch in a lot of sequences. Like in terms of visual storytelling and stuff, I was like the scene in which Batman clears the room to save Martha, like if you could isolate that and mm. say make that movie, <laughs> I would be so happy. Where he just goes in and he just where you know at yeah. the end, yeah, like that's yeah. like uh, the Arkham games. Uh huh. Like it, the the battle. Like that was the one thing that I didn't like about the Christopher Nolan Batman's was the the Batman action sequences. Like they were shot with handy you know handheld cams and you couldn't really see what was going on and. Um, Christian Bale just seemed a little slow because he was slowed down in that bulky suit. Right. And man, that Batman in this, like that sequence I thought was incredible. Yeah. They gave it away in the trailer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that, that was whole, a whole sequence, sequence was one trailer. Was one trailer. Oh, yeah. Man. And that was a shame. And I think one of the biggest problems that the, in terms of making money with this film was uh, that they gave everything away in the trailer. Like mm-hmm. that you, there were no surprises Mm-mm. in this movie. Yeah. Like they gave away Wonder Woman. They gave away Doomsday. Doomsday. Yeah. They gave away, I mean, they didn't give away the death of Superman, but, but given that that has no like actual consequences, nope. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty meaningless secret to keep. I would actually say that there was a good Superman movie hidden in there and a terrible right. Batman movie. I thought that that sequence was kind of boring. Really? He was clearing the room. But I thought the Superman stuff, like him flying into space with Doomsday at the end was pretty cool. I thought all the stuff in the Daily Planet was pretty good. I thought Perry mm-hmm. White was like a good Perry White. 
what's that guy's name? Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, yeah. I thought, I don't, Amy Adams is okay as Lois Lane. She's not quite like, I don't know, charismatic enough, I think, to be that character in my mind. I don't think she's written well. Yeah. Is the problem. She doesn't get a lot of screen time and everything she does is kind of not smart. Like throw the spear in the, in the bathtub? He, she, what is that thing she throws it in? <laughs> she throws the spear in some pool of water and then throws the spear away from Superman, but it's like into the oblivion. It's like, we need we that. Need it. <laughs> yeah, why did you almost drown trying to get it? And then she, like, goes, and she goes up to the scary man uh, buffering the floors and he's like, excuse me, but do I know? Oh, crap. What? Where she goes up yeah. to the she goes up Russian to KG guy Beast. Uh-huh. and is like, excuse, he's buffing me, the floors? excuse me, I, yeah. do I know you? And it's like, yeah, you know him. He's uh, going to yeah. kidnap you. <laughs> <laughs> also, like, really? did That was your plan? You're going to pose as a floor cleaner so your partner can kidnap her? Yeah. <laughs> like, Assuming that she's going to walk up to him. Yeah, and say, yeah exactly. Me, like, everybody's know? plan in yeah. this is completely weird. Like, I was sort of with it at the beginning that, like, I could see Batman being very suspicious and and concerned about this character based on that opening sequence. Mm-hmm. Like to look at it and go, you killed all of my employees uh-huh. and and you know and it, all to have this smackdown with your you know with your alien buddy. Right. I'm I'm worried about that, but then they just convolute everything as to why Batman is upset or concerned and at one point even making it feel like he's um, it's about his legacy. Uh huh. That really bothered me. Yeah, like the sort of initial premise of just trying to negotiate the the destruction of you know the sort of big superhero like tentpole premise. You know, like to actually try and like grapple with that. It started out doing something kind of interesting, and mm-hmm. like if that had been, if that had remained kind of like the central thread of the movie. It could have been, could have been something quite good or interesting. At least interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least interesting. Yeah, because like, they were they were setting that up in a way that I found like kind of compelling. I was a little bit nervous because Nick and I have talked about this, but I have I have uh, issues with the way that the Marvel Cinematic Universe has attempted <laughs> to negotiate this uh, separate conversation. So when that started up, I was like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, but like they were going somewhere with it that like if they had stayed on that, like kept that as their focus, I think it could have been very, very interesting. But then they were, I don't know, they wanted they, they wanted to cram in all of these other characters and like and they got so interested in that rather than like telling a, a story. I think also on that point and on the point that Sam made about it could have like there's somewhere in there a better Superman movie was that it didn't feel like a Batman movie at all like there's hardly any Batman there was no really no interaction between Batman and uh, Gotham Batman in his like in the people around him um, or even like barely even Batman with Superman but it's like a lot of Bruce Wayne though a lot of Bruce Wayne and but it seemed like they it seemed like people didn't know who Batman was yeah until the very end of the movie when he's like, you're going to be so famous for killing Batman, except it seemed like like when that cop saw Batman, he was like, whoa, it's the legendary Batman. Mm-hmm. I was kind of under the impression that Batman was like not a publicly known figure. 
And then at the end, it was like all of a sudden, and and Clark Kent was investigating like the rumor of the Bat of Gotham. Now, see, I also, when you talk about a good movie hidden in this, I would have loved to have seen a a rebooted Batman where Clark Kent is investigating Uh, the Batman. uh uh And And maybe like he's not even Superman, really. Or... It would it be like a Batman movie with Clark? Be a King Batman movie with to it somewhere. Yeah, well, I could see. I mean, he's a reporter. Yeah, and I could see, and I, I got his. I actually got Clark Kent's point in there that like, well, we got a vigilante over here, mm-hmm. and you want me on sports? First of all, that's not how newspapers work. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, <laughs> you don't just get assigned to sports. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it, it, like I, I was with him on that, and I could see like an interesting, an interesting story to be told, of. Uh, class as well of like mm-hmm. Metropolis versus Gotham mm-hmm. and in Gotham like look we don't have the resources that you mm-hmm. have in, in Metropolis right. so yeah we get our hands dirty mm-hmm. something yeah. like that, yeah. that that Superman then has to come to terms with but then that sort of fizzled out mm-hmm. and that didn't happen yeah it, and it, it wasn't clear <laughs> what Batman's role was in the universe really or like what Superman's role was in the universe either. People oscillated between not liking him and building statues to him, even though like all he seemed to do was destroy the town two years ago. Yes. And then save some rocket ships later on. But like Which, by the way, there's a very weird scene, I thought, where he's like there's that montage of him saving all the people mm-hmm. and then he lands in was it Spain or Mexico? And yeah, he, he saves goes, the uh, the woman mm, in the burning house. In Panama or something like that. Yeah, he flies into the white god, flies into the crowd of brown people. Uh-huh. Painted up for mm-hmm. Diaz. Yes. Painted, yeah. face painted. Yeah. Um, and I was... Very, very, very white savior. Yeah, I was oh, like, yeah. um, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> That's going too far now. Yeah. But yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I had that exact thought this time watching it. Had you seen it before this? I've seen it two more, two other times. Whoa, Whoa. that's s- a lot of hours. Yeah, a lot of a lot of <laughs> yeah. hours of your life that you can't get back. I saw it. <laughs> so I, this is okay. My history with this movie is is weird. I am a really big Batman fan. Mm-hmm. Never really cared for Superman, but I don't dislike him. I I just think he's a little hard to work with, and. After seeing what Marvel has been able to do with Captain America, I know you can make a good Superman yeah, movie. you just have to be really thoughtful about you it. You have to be thoughtful and you have to be true to that character yeah. um, and what that character was at a certain time. And I think you could do something very good with Superman. And I just don't think they have yet. So I saw it first and I was just like, this movie was just a lot of noise to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I struggled, especially at the end, it was just smoke and lightning. Mm-hmm. Like and, and I felt like I didn't like it. I felt like it was kind of like abrasive. And so uh, like a month or so later, I was like, I want to watch that again because I really love Batman. And I really I have to say I really liked Ben Affleck. I liked that choice. I liked the cast in general. Yeah, I feel like there were a number of like, yeah, casting wise. I feel like a lot of everybody did in theory a good job. Like there were a number of very good performances that just had nothing to do with each other. Like that Mm -hmm. like Ben Affleck's performance like taken like decontextualized like yes, you did good. (laughs) (laughs) Jesse Eisen like I it's just that I there was no like I didn't they didn't fit together in a way that made any sense. Like like, it was like a lot of choices were made in isolation Mm -hmm. uh in a way that like once cut together it's like what is happening were you in the same room which is what happened with the stories because they're borrowing from 
like two or three different stories. Yeah. Mm. Two or three very different stories. They're borrowing well, from Knight The Returns. Dark Knight Returns and Death of Superman. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and then I wanted to say there was one other and I've There's forgotten. Batman Year One in there maybe a little bit. Uh, maybe, yeah. Again, those are two disparate stories. Mm-hmm. And there are plenty of stories where Batman and Superman meet that you could borrow from. But when you're picking from like, that's cool, so I want that. Mm-hmm. And that's cool, so I want that. All of a sudden, yeah. well, it's like, yeah, you have a bunch of cool things, but you don't have a story. Because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. um, I'm like, that Batmobile chase scene was kind of cool. Except he kills so many people. Oh, my God. Okay, so let's get into this. <laughs> All right. This is hard for me to talk about because I am a Batman fan. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nicole has a really good perspective on this. <laughs> I don't know we, if it's we've good. We've come prepared to fight. We've come prepared to fight. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, boy. And I'd be interested to see what you two think of this. Okay. okay. I think Ben Affleck is really good playing not Batman. This is not Batman to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, from the comics, from other movies, well, kind of like Michael Keaton's Batman, <laughs> in yeah. that he just murders everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But to me, the core tenet of Batman is the do not kill right. thing from, from the comic books, and that's what makes him an interesting character. If he's a murderer, he's no longer interesting to me. He is just... Um, he, he He is psychotic at that point. Mm-hmm. He, I, he's, I would say even at, like... Of, from a visual perspective, him killing people is less visually interesting than him figuring out how not to kill people. Yes, in hmm. a movie. Yeah, I, I and, agree. And and the, the but to, to just to finish that thought, I don't think this is always true. But for me, there are specific characters that it's like, well, if you're gonna make a movie about Batman, make a movie about Batman. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to make a movie about Batman, don't use Batman to make your hyper violent movie. Right. That, but that's my opinion. Now you don't agree. My issue with this is that I just like as a like blanket. So I, I should preface this by saying that I don't care about Batman. Uh, so it's <laughs> like useful. Maybe if I had feelings for before or, or about Batman, uh, I might feel differently <laughs> about this. But like, I as a general rule, I reject source material purity. Like I think I think I, I just find. Well, that this isn't like the thing that I know to be an uninteresting critique because, like, that is not critiquing like this movie. Like, I, to me, I am interested in what is wrong with this movie as a contained unit, and like, I, I just the I, especially with comic book here, comic book characters because there are so many iterations, there are so many different retellings, there are so many versions um, that like. Which one? Like, which one is 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 the one that is that is the pure and the correct version of it? Huh? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's like that is. It's just super super subjective to say like this is is like the standard to which it must be held. And I just like uh, like the idea of saying okay, well, you know, this story, the story as it was told in in the book was so much better. Well, let's just talk about why this story is bad. Like, I, I, I just, I don't know. The fact that something else exists that is good is not, to me, a meaningful critique or explanation of why something is bad. Uh, and, like, that's, I, just, I, I, I think, in particular with adaptations of, you know, where you're going from from not a movie to a movie. Sure. Uh, and, like, you know, for me, I come at, this, come at this most often with, like, book to movie adaptations. But, like, like you're talking about two fundamentally different mediums. There's mm-hmm. just, it's a completely different space. You, uh, it, 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 they're not going to be the same. It is going to be a different thing. And I think that like 
an obsession with fidelity to source material is just restrictive and like it limits what you can do with this new space and I I, it's mostly that I just find it to be a really uninteresting critique like as like as a way of 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 complaining about something it's very like I don't know yeah that's it I think that there is a point to that like me personally I think of like say like Harry Potter like I'll be like well okay the books I'll relate it to the books and then I'll relate it to its own like you were saying its own movie like what does it stand alone as its own movie as its own storyline so I personally will do both because I think it is important to relate it to its its source because there are fundamental parts of the source that made that book or or like comic book or whatever good and the most important part of or not the most important part but one of the most intriguing parts of Batman is that he's always trying to figure out a way not to kill someone and I think kind of relating back to like like say Daredevil like that was one of the most interesting parts of that show was him trying to figure out how to take down Fisk is Mm -hmm. like, was he going to kill him or put him behind bars? There's only quite a few episodes at the beginning. He he does a lot of things early on before the show starts really showing him grappling with that question. Mm -hmm. There are a number of scenes early on where like you, you killed some dudes. <laughs> you totally you can't some hit people. somebody in the yeah. head with a lead pipe <laughs> and expect them to, oh, they'll be fine. You're just right. going to be in a coma for a decade. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, I've done so, I've achieved something <laughs> substantively different here. But I think that the metaphor with like, with Harry, bringing Harry Potter into it would be like if you went to see a Harry Potter movie and you're like, this is a movie about a wizard boy who does good and he's got like, he lives in space and has a ray gun or something and there's no magic. They're like alien tech instead of magic or something. Uh-huh. It's like when you distill Batman down to the thing that is Batman, it's like he's always struggling not to cross the line to be a bad guy. And that is something that's never in any of the movies, like, really, and especially not in this one. Well, I feel like <laughs> so in the like, Nolan movies he struggles yeah. I was going to say, so. uh, like, when you were talking about the fight scenes of uh, the Nolan movies, I wanted to beg to differ kind of thing because sure. Go for it. I... I liked how clunky he was because this is a superhero who doesn't have any superpowers. He's smart and he's wealthy and he has resources and that is his quote unquote power. Mm-hmm. And so if he makes this clunky And his will. Yeah. Yeah. And his will. Uh so if he makes this like clunky ass suit and like his <laughs> and his clunky ass fighting yeah. techniques, <laughs> I feel like that is realistic. Yeah. yeah. And the scene in, in Dark Knight rises or dark night when he's in the building at the very end and he attaches all the lines to the people and Mm -hmm. then presses the button and they all fly out the window Mm -hmm. i think that is cooler Mm -hmm. than what batman did in this movie oh i agree full circle it's more batman i i agree with that i think it was more a question of the filmmaking than i don't think nolan is great at directing right sequences like that no but Um, and and Zack Snyder, I think, is. I right. think he's really good at kinetic action. Like right. he he understands that. Like, yeah, clearly he could make a good weird ass Batman movie. Yeah, uh, or I mean, Man of Steel is not a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It, it it actually works on a few levels. It's it's got some problems, and we could talk about that at another time. But I don't know. I I am sort of on the fence 
uh-huh. with your point because I, I get a little bit irritated with people who want to adapt something, but they don't want to adapt that thing. They want to adapt their own thing, but they're using this as a springboard because of its fame or because of you know its specific connection to uh, maybe a, a group of people. I don't know. It, it it bothers me, but it could just be because I'm beholden to this idea yeah, of Batman. I, I just, I don't know. Like, I think of in the, you know, sort of like the way that, uh, uh, like, fan fiction authors do all sorts of weird shit. <laughs> and, like, the, and like the, the sort of the idea is that there is some small sliver of, like, of a book or a movie or whatever that is, that, like, they particularly latch, like, you know, that, like, attach to and then... Uh, but like they want to take it in, you know, some completely different, you know, upend that. Like, I, you know, what what happens if you, uh, like, take Harry Potter and put him in the Hunger Games or something? I don't know. That's oh, a yeah, bad example. I, I get that. I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Not, I don't. I shouldn't have gone the down the fan fiction route. <laughs> what have you done? I don't actually know. Uh, I'm not well versed enough. But I know it's well, like whatever. Doctor Who meets Star Trek. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That like that sort of idea of just like okay, well, what you know how can you bend this how can you sort of like play with it and manipulate it and i just like that to me is maybe what i'm it, feeling isn't so much that it's not my batman as much as i really just don't like that character well mm-hmm. i feel like which what... like and like and exactly and that to me that's like that is a whole other um when we were talking about this earlier one of the things we talked about was the x-men movies and, and rogue and like for me rogue like for me the x-men my attachment to the x-men is the 90s cartoon like i don't yeah. really know the comic books i don't like but i fucking loved that cartoon growing <laughs> up and like i don't like <laughs> the X-Men <laughs> movies. And I really don't. Li- Rogue was always my favorite. I really don't like Rogue in those movies. Mm-hmm. And my issue, uh, I, my initial issue for sure, like when I first saw them was like, that's not Rogue. But like having had more time to sort of think about it, like I I just don't find that to be a particularly interesting or compelling. I think it could be. I think the idea of like emo Rogue is potentially interesting uh, and like an interesting way to take that interesting way to talk about that character and her powers and stuff. But like in the space and time of those movies, I don't think they did anything interesting with it. She was just kind of whiny and annoying and like didn't, you know, didn't connect. And I did not like that character. And like my dislike of that character, like I have a strong... A particularly strong emotional reaction to not liking that character because I have prior experience of loving that character. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think that that is as useful a critique as saying like, okay, but this character just by itself, I don't like it, and here is why. Uh, That's fair. I totally, uh, yeah, I understand what you're saying. <laughs> And this isn't even a but. But <laughs> sometimes when sometimes with movies like this, what it feels like when you like the thing that you're gonna go see the movie about is that the filmmaker is saying, The thing you like is stupid. Here, let me <laughs> let me make it better for you. Here's the good version of Here's the stupid a piece thing you of like. Poop. So when they kill Jim like when they kill Jimmy Olsen, Oh my god. It's like it's like they're saying oh. the old comic books are really dumb and Jimmy yeah. Olsen's a pretty dumb character. So we'll make him mm-hmm get shot in the head in the desert mm-hmm. and turn him into like a CIA mm-hmm. operative He's a CIA like, operative yeah. yeah and it's also like he it's like how <laughs> how how much did whoever wrote the X-Men movies like how much did they 
read X Men <laughs> or like but at least yeah, but at least like, those movies are as dumb as the X Men comics are. It's not like they're uh, saying, uh, "Excuse me, <laughs> I love X Men comics. They're not dumb." So it's how like, how dare you? Yeah, sorry. how dare you? <laughs> um, it's kind of like you have to. Res- I think I personally think that you do have to respect the source material up to a certain point. Well, maybe it's a question of just like, well, what makes that character good mm-hmm. and interesting? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And the problem I have with um, the Batman in here is the way he's written and the way he acts. He's a bully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, especially by the end of it, he is very clearly a rage-filled bully. Mm-hmm. Smashing them tires with that big old hammer. Yeah. So like, I mean, well, and, you know, he's taking time to insult Superman. Yeah. Right? Like, he's he's saying you're not, you know, you're not a god. You were never even a man. You know, and things like that. And it's like. Harsh. Well, yeah. But, I mean, it's also, like, where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. You know, and it goes back to this insecurity thing about his legacy mm-hmm. that that's very, very weird to me. And for me, a big thing of all superhero movies um, well, not movies, but all superheroes is kind of like, especially from the golden age, mm-hmm. is like superheroes are the best versions of us. Mm-hmm. Like they're supposed mm-hmm. to be the thing we look at and say, I want to be like, you know, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. I want to be like Superman. Even though we can't, we can't attain that. It's still an example of, you know, sort of when humans are at their best, even though they're superhumans. That's that's how it's always worked to me. Mm-hmm. And to see this version of Batman as kind of one of the worst of us, mm-hmm. like just petty and just angry about somebody who might be more powerful than him. Mm-hmm. That was, it was actually hurtful to me. Yeah. And I think that it's coming back to your thing. Cause it's like, it's not just that this isn't my Batman. It's a superhero who's being propped up in the movie as someone we're supposed to look up to. Zack Snyder even said Superman is supposed to look up to Batman in this movie. I don't know what? where he gets yeah. that from yeah, what? because yeah. the only ad- the only even kind of adult in this movie well is Wonder Woman but the only kind of adult other than that is Superman yeah. who comes in and tries to calm things down uh-huh. but then even he turns it into a school fight which I think I'm coming down more on your side of things now that you've had a chance to <laughs> to really speak about it I still I I still want to see my Batman yeah. I really do. That's fair. I, you know, I'm not, I, I am also a, a fangirl. I get that. <laughs> I, like, I, I guess I should also be clear and say that like, I'm, I am, there's a difference between like the emotional reaction that you have to a thing and like, and I don't know, and, and articulated criticism of a thing. Mm, and so, right. and like that, what I am speaking to is definitely the latter that like, I just, you know, in, in the, the like think PC kind of conversation about, about a, a, a work, like it's, it is in that space that the, it's not X that <laughs> I, I get a little bit perturbed. <laughs> and I feel like that's fair. I mean, people said that about the force awakens. This is not my Star Wars yeah. or Mad Max. This is not my Mad Max. Yeah. And it's like, well, what are you looking for yeah. in this? Yeah. It's an enjoyable movie. And at the end of the day, Batman versus Superman is, at least to us in this room, is not an enjoyable not movie. Enjoyable. No. Yeah. I, yes. Yeah. yeah. I, as somebody who brought zero baggage into it, I, <laughs> yeah, I, know what I, you thought about it. I emerged unsatisfied. Why was it bad just as a movie de- detached from superheroes? Or like your preconceived notions of it. It was well, one. It was just not 
it's just not interesting. Mm-hmm. Like the, again, like the only the only thread that I found like they were st- where I was kind of like peak like okay like are they how are they going how are they going to negotiate this like this like question of you know destruction and responsibility like okay not new but like potentially could do something interesting with it uh but then like kind of like dropped that it just all of the plots like there were just so many weird different things going on but nothing mattered mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> at the same time like it was like okay well I'm, I'm glad we we did that but also why also, why is basically like my thought. <laughs> I wrote that down a lot of times. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, I just like that that statement. Like, you could we could watch it, hit pause, and I could say, okay, why <laughs> to anything yeah. that's happening uh, in this movie? Mostly Lex Luthor. All of Lex Luthor. Yeah. Great. This is, is my last why. point. So let's, <laughs> I, knew, yeah. I, had a, I had a feeling yeah. that was where you were going. One of, my so. no, one of my notes I wrote down, I can't remember when, was why does Lex Luthor give a shit? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> why is he a religious zealot? First yeah. of all, he is he is uh, consumed with this idea of gods and demons. Uh-huh. Why? Mm-hmm. Uh, his father beat him up. Uh, I don't yeah. know what that has to do with anything. Yeah. Um, he makes no sense mm-hmm. as a character, mm-hmm. like at all. Like, what is his end game? This is my biggest thing. Like, what is Lex Luthor's? No, I this sincere, very sincere question. Can anyone explain? Can anyone try to explain? Because well, I, I think... only have one thing, and I'm going to save it. But it's not good. Go ahead. I think purely from. I think you're supposed to just infer it from the comic books, where he thinks he'd be a more suitable protector for the human race than Superman, just because Superman's an alien, and he th- thinks that's unseemly. I disagree with you. But that's what the comic books are. I agree. No, right. And I so you disagree that that is his goal? In the movie. Okay, let me think about it. <laughs> Give me three seconds. His goal is to make Superman look like an asshole. Okay. Because he wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I can almost see the other thing, the other yeah. theory you just said in the like power, his obsession with the, the whatever, the like power is evil basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a lot of quotes too that like, I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> anyway. Oh my God, that was one of my, well, there are a lot of big problems that I had with this, but that was like a huge problem. It's like, they like said quotes to each other. Like everything that everybody said was like, my father once said, yeah, or, I knew how to wrestle a pig. So much yeah, time monologuing. This analogy thing. <laughs> like the senator lady was like that to the. To Again, just Holly such a Hunter. Tra- yeah, Holly Hunter. <laughs> I such love a tragic <laughs> waste of a Holly fucking Hunter. I for, I had like blacked this out of my mind because, but yes, yes. I am deeply upset and angry about how badly used Holly Hunter was yeah. in this movie. Holly Hunter is a goddamn powerhouse. What the fuck was she doing here? Paycheck? Holly Hunter I deserves guess. better. Yes, she does. Hashtag any... Holly Hunter deserves better. Yeah. But bringing it back to uh, Lex Luthor, I think saying what you said, Sam, like if that were hit, what he wanted to do is like it being unseemly that the uh, alien is the is our, is the god. Uh, I think it would be giving it far too much credit to to say that that was what he wanted. Well, I just remembered the one part of – I thought he was really good in the beginning of the movie. I was like, oh, he's not as bad as everybody says he was. No, I, I had that same reaction. the part yeah. where he was 
talking to that senator and he was getting him to give him more and more stuff. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I want access to the body. I want access to the ship. Because that was like a cool American business is evil and the government is putty in their hands kind of thing. That it was like if they had followed through with that and he was just like, a businessman who was totally just in it because he's bioengineering stuff and he didn't yeah. like superman yeah. because superman was the person who was onto him and yeah. wanted to stop him from getting all that stuff uh-huh. but it really it was batman simple. who was onto him yeah but well, batman in this movie was a lot more like a lex luthor a classical yes. depiction of lex luthor a- absolutely huh. yeah, yeah. Crazy just mad businessman. Yeah, yeah. Like who a rich Superman. guy who hates Superman. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, that had never occurred to me. Yeah, it's a whole other layer. Okay, so that's even if... what happened. They gave the, they somebody the did like a control F on the script. Yeah. <laughs> they gave Ben Affleck the wrong size. Yeah. yeah. Well, but all of, none of these plans make sense if you factor in Doomsday. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he had started working on Doomsday. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very yeah, early yeah, on. Way yeah. early on in the movie. And if if Batman kills Superman, Doomsday's just going to destroy the Earth. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, well. But, like, what, what was the point? It was like yeah, he knew know. that Superman would have to sacrifice himself to kill Doomsday. But how could he? He's like he read no. the script. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then he's in no. the the prison at the end, seemingly like upset about aliens are coming. Yeah, you don't know or something. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. they're they're heavily leaning on the dark side is going to be involved some, and and he is, and that's fine. I I I don't have a problem with that. I okay, I have one more point, but I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> I don't like that goddamn dream sequence. Oh God, I, I, yeah. I don't again. Why is this character having a dream, having a premonition? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. and then getting visited, like having a dream sequence and then getting visited by the Flash. But was that a dream? Because he seems to wake up from that as well. Mm-hmm. I, and I will say like that, I, I agree with that. Why is this character? And not, I get like, not from a place of like, that's not Batman. Like, that was not like given any sort of like nothing about this character said like okay this is the kind of character like for whom that makes sense like that wasn't presented right. in a way right. that like why it was <laughs> like yeah. they just had too long a gap without an action sequence so they had to think <laughs> of a some kind of reason to have something action based happen they needed to blow some more money on some bad CGI <laughs> and sell some action figures of Batman dressed in his desert camo that's with true a machine sure. gun. I actually you know, I actually really like that that outfit that outfit cause yeah, that's pretty cool I was fine with the outfit yeah. except for the fact of carrying guns machine guns yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but, but I also like the fact that like they introduced parademons yeah so they like there was some subtle stuff in there that's like that's cool if you know the comics that's a parademon yeah. That's cool. But then it doesn't go any it doesn't right, Yeah, to what end? To what end are we doing this? All you needed was the omega sign, mm-hmm. but you don't even need the, like I was as I was watching this last night I kept thinking I could re-edit this into a 2-hour movie that would be still not great, but it would still like we could get rid of a lot of these side things mm-hmm. that you just don't need. Mm-hmm. And would slow you get rid of doomsday completely? That you don't <laughs> What's need? that? Would so, you no, get... you don't need a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Would you get rid of doomsday completely? I don't think you could. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't think you. I I think, honestly, legitimately, you could tighten this up to probably a two-hour, fifteen-minute movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it would still have most of the same beats in terms of actual plot, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't be as boring. Yeah. 
Well, that's what the non-extended edition is like two hours and 30 minutes maybe. So yeah, and I would say that that long dream sequence, if you cut that. Yeah. Okay, the last thing. (laughs) Unless you guys have points that you want to bring up. I can talk about this for the rest of my life. Yeah, I could could as well. You didn't need to show us the Justice League. Yeah. Yeah. Why? No. What was the point of any of that? Yeah. And the way it was done. Money, 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 money. But you could have done it in like <laughs> you could have just done that stuff in an after credit sequence. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm gonna need or... that as my like text. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you that file. Yeah, thanks. Um, I mean, yes, money, but like it was so ham-fisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and it's just here's the Flash being the Flash. Here's Cyborg getting turned into Cyborg. Here's uh-huh. Aquaman looking like a shampoo commercial. And a and lot of people made fun of that all those folders had the, their logos, the logos on them and like their names. Mm-hmm. But really, he did like name all those superheroes and make all their symbols. Like he does a bunch of graphic design. Lex Luthor did graphic design for those superheroes or something. Yep. Or some, Why? or one of his interns. Yeah, more likely one of his interns. <laughs> his board yeah. intern. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he had the stability to sit down. How in front did of they a know computer. she was named Wonder Woman? How right. Did they know he was named Cyborg. He wasn't even Cyborg yet. But he still had the cyborg. I logo. think Aquaman is the only logical. Yeah, <laughs> Flash didn't even have his you know, costume. Man, he's in the water. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Water Man doesn't sound as good. Yeah. So H2O, we're gonna go with H two O Man. H two O Man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's just this whole thing of being crammed with cool thing and cool thing and cool thing and cool thing and forgetting that we needed to tell some sort of compelling story. Yeah. That is just not present. Yeah, and they could have decompressed it into like f- six movies. Yeah, they could have told this. The death of Superman story could have logically come last, like it probably should have, mm-hmm. instead of the first movie in this universe be the death well, of Superman. Well, okay, yeah, the second. But at the end of that, that's the other thing is like having the death of Superman here sort of like serves no purpose, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. other than it's supposed to sort of kickstart Bruce Wayne into something. But I'm still not quite sure. Like, I'm not so sure why he was so angry about all these different things in the first place, and why the death of Superman is the Mm-hmm. cure for that mm-hmm. so and he even says i think i failed him in life yeah I'm like what <laughs> the yeah uh, i think <laughs> beat him up. i think you could have taken out doomsday altogether and it would have been like uh lex luther would have been like you have to go you have to go kill batman or i'll kill your mom and then like cut it off there before doomsday and so then he'd go fight Batman but then Batman's like hey don't fight me (laughs) or (laughs) Superman's like wait my mom Uh and then they can just go save his mom and then like the movie end there and then like there has a giant robot and then it could really end it could be like oh Batman's looking at all these files and then the ending could be him going to search for Wonder Woman and all those other people and be like hey you have to join this team because there's more bad guys out there. Like I mean, it, that's definitely better than what we got. Like you yes. could have taken out Doomsday altogether. I think. No, you could have. What his, I was, his point was about editing yeah, the footage that existed. I couldn't like, edit. Yeah. I couldn't edit around that mm, that's, and make yeah. that not. Yes. And make that work. I, I don't think with the footage that. But you could drop was, in a CGI like Sutho robot. <laughs> that's true. Oh, we could just make it a, a yeah because he has the body armor right. Yeah. 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 That was in the 2002 <laughs> Batman. Uh, that the hot mess one. the hot mess one that one uh, it ended with Lex Luthor in his mech suit oh, okay trying to kill them why not and you know <laughs> I'm okay with that seemed like something this Lex Luthor would do yeah 
have a mech suit. Sure. You know, <laughs> that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just one last minute. Uh, like, all-encompassing the reason why I didn't like it was because the whole premise was Batman v. Superman. And I feel like they didn't spend any time on the reasons why they didn't like each other and, like, why they were versus. And what seemed like the only reason why Batman didn't like Superman was because he's, like, he's out of control and he goes and destroys the city. But then he does the same thing at the end and is, like, I have to lure him into the city. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, From this island why? three minutes away mm-hmm. by my supersonic jet. Now you're doing just the same thing that Superman was uh-huh. doing. Uh-huh. And then in the end, it's just two white guys throwing their weight around. I'd say other things, but. <laughs> <laughs> Dick swaggering. That, yeah, yeah. that whole bit of like luring it into the city. Like what, the, what was the point of the whole rest of this fucking movie? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that in the end, that is like the main offender as to why this was an awful and terrible piece of poop. <laughs> I got really sick of seeing real news people on the show, on the movie. Real too. Oh, sick. there were so many. So, so annoying. Many. Anderson, <laughs> they kept cutting back to Anderson Cooper. Yeah. Like it, and Nancy Grace popped up in there. Look, yeah. I'm fine. got my fingers not pointing at anyone. <laughs> okay, God. Well, I mean, you know, con- congrats to Anderson yeah. and Soledad O'Brien and all Soledad O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting that paycheck, yeah. I guess. She wasn't um, even on a screen. Neil she deGrasse was, like, Tyson. Really there. Oh, Neil, no. why? God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So now we're gonna rate the movie, and each one of us has our own individual way of rating things. Mine is rating things basically how you rate storms. Category one, eh, it's a storm. Category five, it could kill you. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with Batman versus Superman. Dawn of sorry, Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. Dawn of Justice is the same rating I'm giving to Plan Nine from Outer Space just for different reasons, because this movie pissed me off more than most (laughs) movies piss me off. Uh, And this is going to be a Category 3. This is a Category 3. It isn't the worst thing, but it's not good. Mm -hmm. And it's... it's, Shutter the windows. Yeah, you need to shutter the windows and make sure you've got some some water. Have some rations. Yeah. (laughs) So that's that's mine. Nicole, what's yours? Um, I'm going to say two out of... Five sunglass emojis. That's better than I thought you were gonna give it. I know this was boring. Yeah, it was. It was more boring than anything else. Uh, I don't know. I also I'm bad at rating and rankings. It's it's this. That's the number that that's the number that I feel in my heart right at this moment, and uh, it'll change. Is the sunglass emoji like five sunglass emoji mean like it's a just... great movie? That's a great oh great movie. movie. Five sunglass okay. emojis is a good time. Okay, all right. So this Pretty Little Liars happen. is five sunglass yeah five emojis. sunglass emojis. PL Squid. I actually yeah. So it's it's mostly my 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 rating system is mostly about my enjo- my enjoyment level and it gets to it. It's a two solely because of Wonder Woman. Ah, uh, I enjoyed. Yeah. Well, I had I had. Fun during her cumulative three minutes uh-huh. <laughs> of screen time. Uh, they brought me genuine joy. Uh, so that's enough to get it two whole sunglass emojis. Yeah, you get a little Chris Pine in there. Oh, man. You get to look at his face. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, the picture. <laughs> yeah. 
Some yeah. grainy black and white crisp pine. Still know? handsome. Doesn't matter how low quality the image it's true. is. It's true. That is a handsome man. He that is a handsome, handsome man. Handsome Four man. or five pixels yeah. and he'd still be handsome. <laughs> Can I say that I think I, I think Superman's too too ripped and big? I thought he looked I mean, about right I in this disagree. One. Okay, I mean, that's you fine. can say that. Like he's ripped enough for me. I feel like I look at. I think he's just right. Yeah. I don't know. When he was walking into the courtroom, I thought he looked comical. His suit looks really stupid. It looks yeah. too small. His suit looks like it's too ripped and cut. Maybe and that's it. This is not. I mean, it's like fake muscles. Is it? He's like a little kid. I don't know, but it looks like a little oh, kid wearing like one yeah. of those pajamas that has fake muscles. No, in like it. in normal clothes, he looks amazing. <laughs> or yeah. with his shirt off, he looks amazing. Okay. Yeah. But in that suit, there's something. Best part of the tutors. Like he. I don't know. <laughs> he just is like as he's walking in, it looks like he can't move. Yeah. I don't know. It's well, maybe just a suit. Really anyway, bad is that he doesn't have his red underwear, which breaks it up. <laughs> it breaks it up in a really like important way to have that instead of him looking like he's in a big condom or something. Mm. He needs the red underwear. It's a visual thing. <laughs> no, the red I'm, underwear is very important. I'm with Nicole it's incredibly here. important. That's and it took it off him in I the just, comic books too, and it's a I, bad, just bad choice. I can't bad idea. see that look no. and not think. Of of Doug, it's <laughs> the place my head no. immediately goes. It's not underwear. The <laughs> tradition goes back to circus strongmen. It's not about underwear. Mm-hmm. It's just about aesthetics. It's a bikini. You got to have that thing to break him up, or else he looks like he's wearing a big weird condom and he looks stupid. He needs red underwear. I think the I'm underwear dead. also looks stupid. They do look stupid, but less stupid. Okay. I think he needs the underwear. <laughs> I'm very pro underwear. Same. Um, yeah. <laughs> New Twitter. This is, this is fair. Sam, how do you rate it? Uh, okay. So I think a lot about how, now that I'm a grown up, time <laughs> passes by really fast. And I think about being in high school. It's not going to slow down any. No. And you think about being in high school, and it's like, I used to sit in an hour long class, and it felt like it took for fucking ever yeah. for that bell to ring. And this movie is the first time in a long time where I've been like waiting out the clock. Yeah. Trying mm. to just like do anything I could to make time pass by faster and it was a very miserable feeling because it was like being in a boring class in school or something so boring beyond just that it wasn't true to the source material or anything like that (laughs) it just was boring and dumb Mm -hmm. but uh, okay so then I'm mixing my metaphors now so (laughs) this is all I could think of when you sprung that we had to have our own thing (laughs) you know like there's the fancy toilets where if you flush up it's for pee, and if you flush down, it's a big flush for poop. What? You know what I'm talking Sometimes about. It'll be, like, it'll be like split buttons. The big button and the little button. One water droplet and two water droplets. Go to the one in the bank here, the, <laughs> the fancy bank uh, on I'm Higgins. having my mind blown right now. I've never heard of a toilet oh, with two man. buttons. There's well, a whole world of toilets out there. Whole whole world of in Europe, <laughs> basically, that's Yeah, very, everything. very common. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't gotten out of the continental United States. It's like a <laughs> thing to do to save water. Yes. Yeah. So a light flush is for urine. Yeah, the big low or flush. high flush. Big button. Okay. It's for when you make a real Little mess. Button. I think I see where this is going, and I like it. This one's a heck of a two flusher. <laughs> it might be a it might be a double push on the old on the big the, button. Oh big man, it's a double poop really, flush. Really did not like this movie. Yeah. And like I don't know, I've never I don't think I've ever been so bored watching a movie except what was that movie we were just talking about how boring it was the other um, day? Legend. Well, whatever. <laughs> this movie is the new one. Or Colossal. Ugh, no, none of those. Never mind. Two very bad movies, by the yeah. way. Rachel. Um, I'm gonna go with my classic, um, A through F through A, 
and I'm going to give this an S. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Uh, this be- is a this is a fail. Yes. Um, I feel like I am very nice when it comes to grading. Like I will always give a movie a benefit of the doubt. And I will sometimes try to find, like, the good in it or, like, the thing that it did well. I didn't find any of that in this movie. (laughs) And it made me angry. Yeah, you got mad while we were watching this movie. Yeah. You accidentally kicked over that bowl of peanuts and you gave me a really mean look. (laughs) I knew it wasn't my fault. Was it directed at me and just across time and space? No, No, no. I can never blame you for this. Definitely not. (laughs) Jenkins! But, yeah, it's... Like what did I give Troll? I don't remember. This is I was also I that like the, I I adjusted because I was like I remember like Troll everybody having a reaction to me giving Troll a bad rating and being like okay well I guess I got to skew up <laughs> but listening to you, everybody now I'm like okay if I'm being yeah. honest is one sunglass emoji. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I got judged last time for for being too harsh. <laughs> so. um, I think I gave Troll maybe like a C minus or something because it really wasn't like compared to this it really wasn't that bad of a movie. It, it a had romp. its flaws, but it was like yeah, it was like a romp. Yeah. Well, um, for what it was trying <laughs> no, to be, and it was, was a like straight story kind of. I would. This is an interesting question. Which movie would you rather sit through again? Troll. 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 Neither one. I you refuse. Have to pick if you one. have to pick, no, I don't. I refuse. Nicole, Nicole you, have, you have to. You have to pick. I, uh, troll because it's shorter. There you go. See? There you go. <laughs> and that old lady's a barrel of laughs. No, so I, like yeah. I know. I, will, I won't watch it. I will be on my phone the entire time. That's either fine. way, whichever one you make me watch. The guy's name's Harry Potter. That's funny. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry Potter Junior. Yeah, it's great. I'm Harry Potter Junior. Um, no, okay. I'll watch Harry Potter. So the last thing we want to do, we got to wrap this up, uh, is we want to re- try to. Recommend something that helps get the taste out of your mouth from this terrible thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we call it Real Good. And the thing that's real good that I'm going to recommend is the animated film uh, Flashpoint Paradox, which is a DC animated film, which I thought was real good. It's not perfect. It's got some issues, but I, I really enjoyed it. Is it like Flashpoint from the Flash TV show? Um, I don't know exactly what they did in the TV show because I haven't gotten to that point yet, but mm-hmm. it's taken from the comics. Okay. So. I don't remember what he does in the TV show. He goes uh, back in time. Saves his mom. He saves his mom, and then because of that, all of the heroes are different. Mm. And so uh, Bruce Wayne is dead, and instead oh, you yeah. have evil. Thomas which that's Wayne. another thing. Thomas Wayne, this is Thomas Wayne yeah. in Batman versus Superman. This is the evil Batman. Mm. Very angry Batman. Very angry. Who kills people. Who kills people, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he meets them, and... Uh, and you know his his mother has become the Joker, and like mm-hmm. it's really it's an interesting thing in the way it plays out. And I, I I like DC animated studios. Like I think they do some really good some really good work. I've never seen the newer movies. Hmm. Yeah, you should check them out. Yeah, they're pretty good. My recommendation is very similar. Okay, it is the animated series like Batman the animated series that DC animated universe yeah. that started with Batman the animated series and went through Justice League Unlimited. I think was the last one. Mm-hmm. And Kevin that's Conroy, where, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I first started. That was like my first superhero media period. And that is still in my mind, like the best version of those characters and like the most clear telling of them and the most clear encapsulation of what they should be in a way that I don't think I've ever really found any comic books that capture like, I was a kid when I watched it, which was probably a lot of it. But I think that they're just like quality made and they're nice and they have like, fun storylines and scary storylines and like they're just very much more thoughtful than this movie was yes yeah 
Nicole, what you recommending for us? What's real good? What's real good? I mean, I don't really. I'm a, more of a TV person than mm-hmm. a, than a movie person as a general rule. Uh, I mean, if we're sticking with this superhero thing, you really you just can't beat Jessica Jones. She's just she's just the best. That series, I of I I I have enjoyed all but but one of the uh, <laughs> Netflix Marvel stu- Marvel shows. They've all been really really good. Uh, but Jessica Jones is the best, mostly because. Um, it of of all of the series was the most respectful of its peripheral characters. Oh, I, yeah. I really um one of like so I, I watched that first and then went back and watched everything in order. And one of the things that struck me was just how like nobody in that series felt like they were just there as plot service, like, you know, to like move something along. Like everybody had a very clear kind of internal motivation. Um and just a very good, like cohesive story. And I scariest villain. I just yeah, oh, Jessica yeah. Jones, man. I could, I, it's just so good. Best uh, I just love it so best, much. best friend. Best best Patsy. friend. So oh cool. my God. Hellcat, yes. man. She's Patsy. great. Patsy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was. I was a little disappointed that she didn't get more to do in Defenders. Is uh, she in it? Yeah, she's okay. in. She's in Defenders very briefly. They did. She has one like particularly good. Um, we haven't seen it. Like yet. useful, useful moment. I will say in terms of because well, you know all of the like the sidekick people meet each other as well in Defenders, and she has a good moment. I think in terms of like because she is the best best friend of like sort of illuminating like. I don't know. Being supportive of your superhero bestie, <laughs> uh, I think that's that's probably the most useful thing that she does in Defenders. Uh, but otherwise, she does not get enough enough Defenders mm. screen time. Sadly, I also but. just really like Rachel Taylor. Yeah. Like I, I like her even when she was in Transformers. <laughs> I liked her. Mm-hmm. Like I, there's something about her that's really magnetic. And, yeah. And so yeah, Rachel. Uh, I'm going like I'm doing a 180. And you rec- loved Batman Superman. It's- no. <laughs> and I recommend you watch it again. And don't be an asshole. Um, and recommending a podcast um, that's not about superheroes, uh, only because I've been on, like, I just finished binge listening to it mm. called, um, and I'm only relating it to this because. It's like how I said it's just two white guys throwing their weight around. Uh, the podcast is hosted by Phoebe Robinson of Two Dope Queens, and it's called So Many White Guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, I feel like I learned so much from it. And every episode, she interviews a non straight white man basically and the last episode there is a token white man who she interviews um but there's like some really good interviews with like constance Wu from um what what is that show fresh off the boat uh she interviews roxane gay um all kinds of people and it's really good like really, really good, and t- to cleanse your Batman palette <laughs> of two white guys, listen to uh, a podcast about non-white guys. <laughs> that sounds yeah, fantastic. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Yes. All right, that wraps up this episode of Real Bad. Thank you to everybody for being on here. Nicole, would you like to plug anything? 
Snarksquad.com and at Sweeney Says on all the things. All of the Twitters. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All most, of everything. Mostly Twitter, yeah. but yeah, everything else too. And then uh, Rachel and Sam? Yes, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. Uh, you can visit our Instagram at Real Love Podcast and our Twitter at Real Love Pod. The Instagram has art by Rachel on it about each movie, like the movies that we watched that week. Mm-hmm. And the Twitter doesn't have anything on it, but <laughs> it, it will, will by the time by the time you hear this, it will. <laughs> we promise. Yeah, and real love podcast. That's our podcast. Two E's. Put it in iTunes or whatever the other thing is. Google Play, Spotify. Nope. Oh, oh, we could get in Spotify. Can we? I don't know. Should be able to. Yeah, <laughs> there's, probably. Yeah, there's podcast on Spotify. Um, and the, our Twitter for this is at Real Bad Pod. Also, two E's. And uh, again, thank you guys so much for coming on and talking about this piece of shit. Thank you, Nick. Um, Thanks, Nick. That robbed us of three hours uh-huh. of our lives. <laughs> and thank you all for listening. This has been Real Bad. Real Bad.